This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Oh, let me take the lid off this so I don't... Okay. And welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast. It is Tiffy Tuesday yet again. This week, we're on time. On, well, ish. Well, ish, ish. We got the right day, at least. We have the the right right day. day, And we're within the same, you know, few hours. So that's good. We'll take it. We'll take take it. it. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing, I'm stressing. Take a deep breath. Deep breath. Blow it out. (gasps) Did that help? No. Woos. <laughs> right? I got to take a deep breath. My, 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 my anxiety is coming up right now. It's October. October for me is like hell month in like every year it is because this is the time when I have uh, the most demand of my artwork uh-huh. because Right, because Halloween's coming up, and I do the pumpkin carving things, and I also do the haunted house thing. We're having, like, this huge, huge haunted house in, in, in my town of Portugal here. Yeah. We're having a massive one. And so we've been working on it since February, but I haven't had time to do everything that I need because I also have an exam due tomorrow. Okay, so, so it's like a right? mad it's a mad rush to get everything finished then. Everything. And also I start getting lots of orders. Well, I don't say lots, but I, I do get a few orders for uh, people who want paintings by Christmas. So now I'm taking that kind of artistic order. Okay. So yeah, so this October is like the worst time of the year for me because I also get seasonal depression. Now, seasonal depression, that is a thing. So people don't laugh that off. Don't blow that Mm -hmm. off. It is a thing, Um, especially here in Norway. I tell you, when that sun disappears and we're we're down and we're down south. okay, southeast. Imagine what the people who live up north. It is when I say it's dark, it's it's dark. You you lived up there, didn't you? Yeah. But you know what? I I don't I'm I guess I'm a little weird because I thought it was cool. I thought it was fascinating that it would be dark like that. And then you would you do get a certain kind it's a weird kind of light the way the moon hits off. I was in a mountainous area, so it hit the mountains Beautiful. with the white snow and there would be this weird, eerie kind of light, which I thought was cool. But I did see that a lot of people suffered. A lot of yeah. people have some serious trouble with the seasonal yeah. seasonal depression. But no, this doesn't happen to everybody. No. But there's some of us that you know. I'm not, I'm gonna be like you know real for a moment. You know, I even though I, I seem like a chipper fun gal, I do suffer with mental illness. I suffer with anxiety. I suffer with PTSD, and I suffer with seasonal depression. And then now that fall is coming. Uh, it's getting darker and darker every day, isn't it, John? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Noticeably it's so. Noticeably so to the point that, but we know that when we do that goddamn daylight saving time yeah. hot garbage that we do, yeah. and I think that's going to happen what in second of November or I do believe, I first first week in November at least, yeah, so, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And as soon as that happens, that's when the darkness comes. Mm. And it's not just the darkness, you know, on our little part of the world, but it's also like in my heart, in my in my chest. And I feel this seasonal depression is like a serious issue it's here a thing. in Norway. It's a thing. And it's a thing. I think it was very good that you said uh, you, you, you put a little light on this um, aspect of depression, anxiety, mental illness in general, that 
you you said even though you appear to be happy go lucky and and full of energy you are you do suffer from from depression and and, and different kinds of mental illness that's something that people need to realize that uh, and i i've seen this happen with people before when they finally get broken down so much that they actually have to cry out for help and then people almost don't believe them Right, right. Because uh, let me let me tell you. You don't look depressed. That, I've never seen you depressed. You don't act depressed. So then right. they just yeah. You you are a ball of joy, and that that's what really hit me when um one of my most because you know I did comedy too. Yeah. And every comedian has their comedic hero, and my comedic hero was Robin Williams. Oh yes. I was so in love with Robin Williams, not, you know, in the, you know, put him up like a teeny bop poster thing, but I, I just, I loved his, his comedic genius. I loved He the may have he, been the most brilliant mind ever in comedy. He brought so much yeah. joy into my heart. Every movie I watched, yes. I mean, Mrs. Doubtfire, I, that's like probably one of my favorite movies with him in it because yeah. he can be, but also Peter Pan because he's, he showed yeah. his tenderness in that movie yeah. and, and, uh, you know, Goodwill Hunting, he showed his his really his heart he was yeah. so amazing he was such a diamond of a person yes yes and you know he ended up committing suicide yeah. because of yeah. depression but who could have known who would have known who could have known yeah. who would have known right but do do you suffer with seasonal depression at all i mean no i don't um like i said when when the dark times here in norway come i always find it slightly uh, intriguing. There's something I, I like the mystery of it, the otherness of it. You know, uh, I've lived here a long. I've lived. I've lived here a long time, but I've lived most of my life where we have regular, you know, light and dark. So that it's so different here. I find that exciting. Um, when I feel down and out, when I get depressed, if there's any anxiety issues, it's just there in general, and it doesn't get worse because of of the fall or winter time. All right, but 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 let's say that when you do get down and depressed, because have you ever been depressed? Absolutely, um, you could say I've been in a constant state of depression since my son died. Actually, a little bit go. before that, the road leading up to his death. Oh, and, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So so leading up to it, and ever since I've been I've been depressed. Like, not just oh I, I feel bad. No, I'm I'm depressed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But 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 how does it manifest in you? How does the depression manifest in you? It's manifested itself in a few different ways. Uh, one of the most noticeable things is it has affected my productivity with my writing. Right. So you get like writer's block? Uh, uh not really writer's block because I can sit down and write, but I would say maybe at least 80, 85% of what I write, I throw out because I, I, it's, it's, it's too dark. It's too revealing. Uh, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my writing in a nutshell. I'm throwing things out. I actually, in this, this thing that we're supposed to be doing where I'm supposed to be sending you these, uh, these MP3 right. voiceovers so that you can do the, the ghost writing. I've, mm -hmm. I've done a lot of them and I haven't sent them because I'm talking about, them. I'm talking about stuff that, uh, yeah, that's, that's scary well, do, to share. So that it's manifesting. It's, yeah. Okay, do me do me a favor with those because uh, there's there is a certain uh, pattern to writing a book. Um, those those ones that you want to throw out, don't delete them. Just put them in a different folder. 
Okay. Because that's something that you can go back to later when you're not when in I'm that feeling space. Better. I see. Right. That's a good, that's a good a, piece of advice. And that's what I'll start to do. Because so far yeah, I've just deleted because, them. And, because it's going to help you reflect on when you felt that way and why you felt that way. And when you know when and why, when you know your history uh, and when and why you did something then you can change that yeah. in the future, John. So never, never throw them away. Just put them, lock them up, but you know, you know, put them in a, a different folder okay. but make sure yeah. you have access to them again later. It's very important for healing. I'll do, I'll do that. That's a good, that's a good piece of advice. So know, that's to me. I'm talking about like, I'm, I'm talking like I'm Dr. Ruth and shit. Oh, but I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you also how it manifests itself in you. Um, another way that it manifests itself uh, with me is I have uh, to a certain degree isolated myself. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not just because of the Rona that has visited us. Um, I think I use the Rona as an excuse. Ah, you bitch. <laughs> so, so yeah. I, I will admit that here on the, uh, on the podcast that I have, uh, isolated myself because it's just, um, you know how it is when you're feeling down and you know, if you were to hang out with your friends, if you were to, you know, if I were to hang out with my musician friends or if I were to go out and do some stand up, I know I would feel better. I know that. Yeah. But, but I can't, I, I can't, I can't do it's, it. I just can't. It's the motivation is the kickstart, the, the yeah. motivation to get the fuck up and do it. Exactly. You know? So I know I'd feel better, you know, if I went outside and got some fresh air, but I'm like, ah, yeah. but I have to get up and put yeah. clothes on. Yeah. You, you know? know, I have to put a bra on. <laughs> ah. So, so, th so this podcast in a sense is what has kept me going. It's, it's put me in contact. You know, you've been over here at the house three times, four times. Yeah. So, so it's, it's kept me, it, it's kept me, it's, it's opened up that social aspect that otherwise would be pretty much turned totally off. Mm. Um, it's given me something to do. It's given me something to focus on. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm still writing, but I don't, I don't like what I'm writing. But maybe yeah. I sh maybe I shouldn't think like that. Like you said, I should just put it away and just deal with it. Put later. it away, even if it's written in bad grammar or whatever. You can yeah. always go back. I mean, yeah. and, and look at it again and see that space that you were in, and then then you can kind of begin to unwrap that and and find out why you were in that space or what triggered that space or whatever. If you can actually sit there and have a little bit of insight in that yeah. space, yeah. then maybe you can change the future for it. I think anyway, and that's the way I, I'm trying to work through my bullshit. And that's, that's <laughs> A very, no, that's a very that's a very well thought out way of, of dealing with it. Absolutely. Yeah. But but back at you now. What does it? Uh, how does depression uh, manifest itself itself in you, or, well, or mental mental illness in general? How does it manifest itself? Well, my 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 social uh, my my seasonal depression manifests itself in anxiety. Yeah. That's so it kind of it's like a comorbidity thing. So now I feel more stressed and more pressed to get things done, to strive for more excellence because now I'm inside all the time and now I have. Uh, no excuse to not to get, not to get that work done. I'm too hard. I'm really hard on myself. I'm very hard on myself. And so, like I said, I, I'm doing six classes this semester, and I'm really, really hoping to, you know, get good grades and knock this thing out of the park because mm. I have dreams now. You know, yeah. this is where I go. Yeah. You know, I, I look because uh, because I can't. I my my therapist says it's kind of a part of disassociation. When you're in a bad, um, when you're in a bad situation or a bad place, which I find the darkness 
how dark it is. That's why I get the seasonal depression. I don't get the sun. I'm like Superman. You know what yeah. I mean? I get, I get my powers from the sunlight, just yeah. like Superman. And so when the sun goes away for an extended period of time, because I'm from Florida, I'm not used to all this darkness. No. I'm not, I'm not used to all this fog. I'm not used to all this. Everything's closed because you can't go to the beach. There's fuck all to do. Now you're yeah. stuck inside. I get cabin fever. So, you know, um, what I do is, and I just look at the tasks that I need to do, and I tr- I strive for excellence. And then if I don't get excellent, then the anxiety comes, you know. I and, see, because I was just going to ask you, where is the anxiety in that? Because I was thinking, isn't it a good thing? Isn't it a positive thing to focus on uh, task? And in this case, it's tasks that you have talent with, you know, art and, and things like that. Right. Uh, but, but, but I but, take but on too much. That's what there's it, the it is. anxiety because you that's put that pressure anxiety. on yourself. Okay. I see. Then, well, the anxiety is that I, I put everything off in the summer because you know, Superman yeah. or super, excuse me, Supergirl. They did to make a Supergirl. So Supergirl, uh, needs for sunlight. So during the summer, I do boating. You know, I do uh, horseback riding. I, I'm outside in the sun to soak up every little inch, every little speck of sunlight I can in this goddamn yeah. godforsaken country that never gets sunlight for seven months out of the year. So then in October, I just pack it all in. I see. But I, but I'm still That's wanting a lot to of do pressure. really well. It's That's a lot, a lot of pressure. Of pressure. It's a lot of pressure because not only do you have all of a sudden a lot of tasks, you know, things to get done, but you also have this immense pressure on yourself to do them perfectly. Right. I right. See. So, so that's where, but that's the, where the seasonal depression becomes my anxiety. Right. And, 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 you know, I, I, what do you do to ease the symptoms though, John, when, whenever you're feeling your depression, yours is not seasonal depression. Yours is just, uh, probably, uh, I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but it's, it's, you, you have a reason why you have depression, you know? Uh, yeah. But what do you do to ease it? Um, most often I use my training, my powerlifting. That, that right there is, is therapy. <laughs> okay. That right there is therapy. Is and it the physical exertion that makes it better? It's the physical exertion, but it's also the, see, for me, powerlifting is so much more than the physical. There's also a mental aspect to it because I have very concrete goals, things that I want, you know, a certain amount of weight I want to lift, a certain championship or a record that I'm going after. So, so there's a mental aspect to it as well. And I, I'm also, I don't train like a meathead. I, you know, I don't want to just go in there and get a pump and sweat. I want to go in there and I'm analyzing my technique um, you know, I'm analyzing, you know, how does the weight feel? Um, you know, I'm, I'm visualizing, you know, the future, you know, being stronger and actually getting on that platform during a competition. So, so there's that, that mental side of it as well. You disassociate. Um, I guess you could say that doctor. That's yeah. what you do. <laughs> you disassociate, you put yourself in the light, right? So while you're, while you're in the gym or, or wherever you are working at now, I don't, I don't know what it is during this Corona times, but when you're doing your weightlifting and you're doing your training, you're focusing on that light, that future, that goal that you want to yes. do. So, yes. so you're not feeling that pain of lifting that weight, you know, you just kind no, of it's... focus somewhere else. Well, I guess, well, I'm also very much in the moment. You have to be when you, when you lift those kind of weights, when you, when you're mm-hmm. a power lifter lifting heavy weights, like I do, you, you have to be in the moment. So it's, it's, um, 
I think it is a technique that I, and not just me, but probably a lot of other uh, elite level powerlifters are able to do where you're in the moment and you feel the pain, you feel the exertion, uh, but you're also visualizing, you're also focused on a very concrete goal that will be coming mm. in the future. So there's a duality of mental focus there. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying you disassociate to the point of craziness. I think that's uh, I think that's a misconception. I, I think, think so, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, yeah, you know what I mean? Because you can be somewhere else, and there's a duality to people. You can be somewhere else, but be there in the sure. moment. Sure. At the same time, like for, for example, you know, I'm working at a grocery store. You know, I'm stocking shelves. I'm not going to drop all the jars of, you know, baby food uh-huh. while I'm daydreaming about something else. So you can be focused on what you're doing, but also daydreaming. Believe it or not, people have a duality. So that's what I meant by that. You do disassociate because you're not thinking about your problems. You're not thinking about what made you depressed. You are focused. You are somewhere else in a different plane of your thinking of your goals and what you want to do. And you're thinking of the positive instead of the negative, but you're still focused on not dropping that goddamn thing on your foot. You know what I mean? You can do that. Humans, have that power another so, way another yeah. way to give myself a little uh relief a little you know uh, ther- therapy so to speak was to write stand up and also to do stand-up sets um but because my shoulder is so doggone bad it really it is actually a physical effort to, mm. to stand you know for 10 15 20 minutes and do a set Ooh. Yeah. So I've really pulled back from doing stand up plus the 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 corona situation. Uh mm. um I I like I said I admit I use corona to a certain extent to isolate myself but but being out in a club with a whole bunch of people and- uh, Well, let's be real. It's it's not like you're not doing a stadium. You're doing a club, which is yeah. most people do, yeah. and you you are funny, so you're going to have people go and it's tight, yeah, yeah. In the corona situation. And it's very tight quarters. Yeah, so, I don't want to breathe that fucking air either. I'm down with you on that yeah, one. Walk yeah. away from the stand-up. So yeah. that's that's not, I mean, if you're using that as an excuse, that's fine. But it's a, it's a solid excuse, dude. I wouldn't want people cackling at me or right. cackling. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little, yeah, it's it, it's, yeah. It, it's a little nerve-wracking for me to, yeah. to, to think. You know, and all my stand-up friends are telling me, stop being such a chump, go out and do it. There's just too many things stacked up against doing it. It's the corona. It's my shoulder. It is my desire to isolate myself. So, so, no, no. You're not in the place. You're not in the place to do stand up no, right now, now. man. Not yeah, now. you have you have to be in a, a you have to be disassociated and be Absolutely. in a different place when you do that kind of shit too. But when Everybody I come back, disassociates. So it's yeah. you know, quit putting the fucking stigma on that one. Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody yeah. daydreams. Everybody goes somewhere else when they're in a place that they don't want to be. Sure. So sure, yeah. Everybody has mental illness. Everybody. To a certain extent, everyone has mm-hmm. something that they're struggling with mentally. Um, Everybody's hurting, and that's why you should be fucking nice to everybody you meet because literally everybody is struggling with something i mean mental illness it's it's spread out so far and wide there's different spectrums there's different you know genres i think that some of the be nice what just fucking be nice i think that some (laughs) of the most i think that some of the most hateful people on uh social media the trolls some of the most hateful ones are doing that out of fear 
Yes. You know, with Corona, with this, that, and the other, yes. they are scared to death. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of the changes that they see. They don't know how to deal with it, so they're lashing out. That's mental illness, and that is how a lot of people are dealing with it, which is to, to, to lash out on others. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, because mental illness, it spans so much from personality disorders to uh, phobias. And you're mm-hmm. right, fear. Fear makes people lash out. Fear makes any animal lash out. You ever try to corner of an angry possum? <laughs> they go, they go come at you, right? But, you know, I've tried some solutions because, yeah. you know, um, I didn't suffer with seasonal depression before I moved here to Norway. No. because you know, because I come from Florida. You right. know, no matter what time of year it is we basically have between 10 and 12 hours of sunlight every day you know and we get the three o'clock you know our weather used to be by the time when i was growing up you know you know three three o'clock in the afternoon in the summertime here comes a thunderstorm so but now here the weather is so unpredictable and it's so i don't see the sun for months and i'm used to seeing the sun every Every day. day that's a big change it's a huge change. So it does make me sick. Yeah. I, when I look at myself in the mirror and I don't have a tan because I'm used to a year round tan, yeah. I feel I can see the veins in my neck because I'm so pale, oh. you know, I'm like not just, I'm not just Caucasian. I'm like transparent, <laughs> you know, and it makes me, it makes me look sick to myself in the mirror because I look pale. So oh. then I feel sick and then yeah. I carry that with me throughout the winter. I, I don't know. Do, do any of your your listeners suffer with things like these. I mean, just even small things of, of changes in their mental well-being, like whether you're on your period, when you're a woman, you know, not, and it's not on your period, guys, by the way. It's the week before. It's the week before. So whenever we're getting all pissy and hormonal on you, no, we're not on our period. That's next that's the coming week so that's the coming week just so all you guys know that because we're so fucking sick of that are you on your period no that's next week motherfucker give me some chocolate or ice cream or get the fuck out of my way Can I get an amen, ladies? Can I say get amen, amen. Say amen, hallelujah. ladies. Hallelujah. Praise it. Hallelujah. Testify. No, I Testify. think I think a lot of people mm-hmm. out there are suffering. I think most people out there are suffering with some sort of mental illness, whether it's a temporary depression or a lasting depression, whether it's a phobia of some sort, whether it's anxiety that comes and goes. Well, there's there rage the problems. I mean, you don't know what people are suffering with. And, and so it's, it's important to be kind to people, but I, I have tried to find some solutions for myself because like I said, it's, it's, it was such a huge change for me that I've never had to deal with it. So I don't have any of these um, cures growing up. So I've reached out to some Norwegians, right? Yeah. Cause you know, that's what the fuck I got around me. That's yeah. the only sources I got. So here's some sources that they tell me to cure this seasonal depression, taking from Yes. I don't know what that, what, what is that in English? Fish, fish oil. oil, fish oil. Yeah. 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 So, but they don't, you know, well, these, these motherfuckers here, these Norwegian states, they're straight up mean, all of them. Okay. <laughs> they didn't tell me that you can find Thrawn in a capsule. Oh, they, you know what I mean? So they, they made, you made drink, me they take, told you to drink they it. They made me yes. drink that shit. Oh my God. They made me drink that shit. And and when you take this stuff, you are burping up this fishy taste for like. It does I don't hang know. with you. The taste does it, hang with you. It hangs with you for like three or four hours. Yeah. It hangs straight with you. And I'm burping this shit up, hacking and coughing. 
it's awful. So, so that shit is out for me. I'm not taking no more Tron. Uh, uh, so then, uh, the other one is, uh, Frisk Luft, you know, that fresh thing, air, right? yeah. fresh, fresh air. air. Go out, get your fresh air, and go take a walk in the forest. So I do that, but I have fall allergies. So that oh. that helped me n- not even. You That's know what I mean? Terrible. Not even. That was <sighs> I was out there sneezing, and and when you're my age and have had children, you know sometimes you pee your pants a little bit. So then I'm wet and cold. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> walking in this forest, I get lost in the forest with pee pants. Uh, that's oh. not helping my anxiety. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. And not only that, but it's cold in November, right? It is cold in November in Norway. Absolutely. And yeah. then it starts raining. So oh, then God. now you're lost in the forest in that cold oh. November, right? Right. <laughs> so then you're lost. So that that didn't help. And then what was the last one? Um, Oh, then they tell me to go get one of those UV lights, right? Yeah, you know, a lot of people have recommended that. We had one for a while, but, uh, and, and again, I don't feel that I suffer from the from the seasonal um, depression, you know, in the fall right. and winter here, uh, but we did have one of those, and I didn't notice any difference at all. You know what? I didn't either. And so this is this is what I did, though. And then then this is my solution for myself. Everybody's different. So I bought one of those UV lights and they say to hang these little like happy lamps or whatever over your head while you're doing homework, which I've been doing. That's all I've been doing. Sitting at my desk, you know, trying to crank out this exam. Uh, I put it, you know, I had put it under my head when I was doing the studying for it. And I'm like, this ain't doing fuck all for me. It's straight up it. And no. it do shit for me. But what I did was I went out to my local um, uh, botanist, you know, or whatever those flower uh-huh. shops or whatever, the plant shops. Yeah. And I and I went and bought some uh, tomato plant seeds yeah. and some, because I love tomatoes, cherry tomatoes. Oh my God, yeah, they're so yeah. delicious, right? Because the t- tomatoes here in this country, when you buy them from the store, they are tasteless. I have found that the tomato, because Snoop does, uh, makes our own, our plants our own tomatoes. The ones that we have here are so much tastier. Right. Yes. So I, yes. I wanted to plant my own too, because the one in here, uh, garbage. Uh, so I got some little cherry tomatoes and then I went and bought, um, I think they're called chives in English. Chives. Is it chives? Chives, yeah, the, little, the yeah. little onions that look like grass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, we've been living here too long, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we've been living here too long. But then I bought those because I love putting, those are delicious. Now. They are. We have that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I found that growing plants with those grow lights, the, the UV lights, in my house to have the, um, I, I guess you get more oxygen in the house that's because what they of say, the leaves yeah. of the plants. Yeah. So having live plants in my house, that's been helping me amazingly. Now, we had a bunch of plants. Uh, we always have a bunch of plants all summer long, and we have some indoors. But now, with the colder weather, Snoop has brought most of them in. She'll probably this week bring all of them in. So our house is about to be like a jungle. And you know, like, I, and again, I don't notice any difference. I don't because I don't feel like I'm more down in the because fall. you don't suffer from it. Exactly. Because, so why would the cure be any, any exactly. help for you? Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. but I can see where it would be because the plants yeah. will bring more oxygen. They will clean the oxygen uh, more inside. So yeah, I, I can so. see where it would help. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I live in what the Norwegians call a hebel. And so that's like a basement apartment, uh, you know, under and some rocks. So it's constantly cold down there. I get no sunlight, no, oh. no year of the time because the windows are so small, you know, that kind of thing. So it's it, it's really helped to have some greenery. But Absolutely. I do want to ask your listeners, what do they do uh, for, for seasonal depression? If they live in an area where it's dark in the winter or, you know, some people uh, probably get seasonal depression if it's too fucking hot, you know, where they're living. What do you do to, to make it better on you? Have you found a solution? Have you found a natural mm-hmm. solution or do you have to get drugged? I mean, what, what's up? But tell us, people, to, tell us what, yeah. uh, tell us what you guys do. Uh, you know, get on that YouTube page, get in the comment section and tell us what's going on. What do you know? What do you do? What have you experienced yourself? Get in on the conversation. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and do you suffer or do you not? And and when does depression come for your anxiety? Or what is it that you suffer with yourself that you don't think people uh, quite understand? What What's the taboo on your mental illness? Because literally everybody suffers from something. You know, I think anxiety is a big thing. Um, social, social anxiety. Um, there are... Very many people who aren't necessarily depressed, but because of their anxiety, they isolate themselves. And then because of the isolation, then the depression comes. Right. That's social That's anxiety that, you know, they don't want to be around the crowds. They don't want to, they just don't want to be seen. That's that comorbidity, too, because everybody's got a little bit of that. You know, some people start with a phobia, and that phobia makes them isolate themselves. And because now they're isolated, now they're depressed. And and it just kind of snowballs one after the other. So if you don't get help for what you're suffering with now, I mean, look inside yourself. Take a minute. You know, during this corona times, a lot of you guys are just sitting at home doing nothing anyway, probably jerking off three times a day or whatever it is that you do. But, you know. Take a minute to, when you're in a space, to to close your eyes, look deep in yourself, and and be honest with yourself, and say, you know, you know what. What am I suffering with these days? Because right now, during the Rona times, during this whole Trump crisis, I mean, during I mean, even if you're not American, everybody's watching this. Oh yeah, everybody's oh, yeah. watching it. I'm trying not to be too political on Tippy Tuesdays, <laughs> but let's be real. This is adding to my anxiety too. You know, I mean, I just the other day, Trump is decided to, with his Rona, hop into a car with Secret Service men, which those are hermetically sealed, right? Yes. Those it's like sitting in a tin can. Yep. Sitting in a tin can because in case of gas attacks, right? Yep. So, so and breathing the same air as his secret serviceman, he doesn't give a fuck. So, of course, that triggers my PTSD of, you know, narcissistic abuse and all this stuff. Everybody's feeling something right now. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody so if is. you're, what, what are you feeling? Tell us what you're feeling right now. Even if you don't have a, a diagnosis or anything, tell us what you're feeling. Let's talk about it. What is this world doing to you right now? It's October. It's getting dark. And that's a big subject. That can be a big subject. How much mental illness, how much depression, anxiety, and PTSD or what have you is undiagnosed. How many people out there are, they, they don't really know why they feel the way mm. they feel because they've never spoken to a doctor about it. 
I think right. there's a lot of mental illness out there, a lot of depression that is undiagnosed and untreated. Well, this is this is why they. I remember listening to a previous podcast that you had with Lexi and yep. oh, who who are those girls? Lexi, Lexi and Altea uh, and uh, and um, and um, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. I'm quizzing you. Ah. Anyway, but you had the and these these, these three brilliant, brave women came on your show and they talked about having narcissistic abuse yeah. with by the same man. And when I was listening to them, I'm like, God, it felt like I had been dating the same man that they had dated before because I'm like, I recognized everything. I felt it. I felt their pain. And, and, but the problem is, is with uh, narcissists, we don't have a proper count of how many people are narcissists because yeah. all narcissists think they are perfect. So yes. they never seek help. Exactly. So you're right. So there's so much undiagnosed. I think shit there's a there. lot of it, a lot of it, but, but yeah. that's not to say that if you, if you, if you can recognize that you are depressed or that you have anxiety, that doesn't mean that you have to run to a doctor because some people that's just not their thing to talk with right. a therapist or whatever. But, but, but at the, least the, if you recognize it and if you try to do something to fix but it. Reach out to somebody. You exactly. don't have to reach out. Exactly. Reach out to reach out to a friend, a trusted friend, a trusted uh, family member. Yes. And just go and just you don't have to open everything up at once. No. But just kind of Hint to them, like, have you ever felt this way? Yeah, you know. have, you, have you ever had that, mom? Have you ever had that not so fresh feeling? You know what I mean? Do you remember that commercial? Right? Yes, I do. <laughs> right, so kind of hint about that, you know, and that's a great, great opener. I it will do. It will do. It will do a lot just to voice your struggle to someone close to you. It does absolutely, voice, and, it, and it doesn't even have to be somebody close to you. I mean, if no. you, I have a girlfriend who literally like when she's having a bad day she just fucking vents on on social media just blows the fuck up and then the next excuse me oh. growing up and the next morning she deletes everything you know and then uh. immediately lights i just needed that thank you for anybody that posted anything and she deletes all the shit she knows i have a she, friend i have a yeah. facebook friend who does that he uh he is almost on a constant tirade. Uh, it's very funny. It's not mean spirited at all, but it's funny. And he's venting constantly. And he'll do that for maybe a month or two. And then all of a sudden his account disappears for a month or two. Oh, and that's then, what she does too. And then a month or two he'll come back and it's like, oh, there yeah. he is again. Yep, friend. You know? <laughs> and and it, it, it's a cycle that goes, and I get it. I totally get it. You can, I get it too. He, he says whatever the heck he wants. There's no filter. He gets it all out there. And then... I don't know what it is that makes him delete it, but it, yeah, he deletes it's, it after a couple just, of months. You know what it is? It's the same way. What you know? What we used to back in the 1900s. <laughs> it's the same thing of whenever I know I used to write like fucking mean ass letters to that you know fucking bitch, yeah. stupid, stupid fucking cut and whatever. <laughs> and I write that letter and I put it in an envelope and I go outside and burn it. Okay. You yeah. know, because yeah. I got my feelings out and that's what it is. It's just like a, an emotional vomit. It's a soul cleansing. It's a soul <laughs> it's cleansing. So, it's yeah. cathartic. Yeah. It's cathartic. Yeah. And I know when I used to work in a restaurant, you know, whenever like uh, customers were super mean to me, we would go into the walk-in freezer and just cuss because <laughs> oh, it was yeah. soundproof, right? Yeah, yeah. Just holler. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you just get it all out and then go back and say, uh, can I get you a refill, sir? Yeah. You know, so you have to get it out. You have to get out. Talk to somebody if you're feeling anything right now. And if you're not doing something in these times, uh, you know, that you also need to reach out because maybe that might be a problem, you know, that you, you know, have no emotion. They're talking, they're talking about how there's been a, a rise in suicides back home in the States because of uh, different aspects of Corona, you know, joblessness, uh, people are more isolated, uh, you know, what have you. And that's a scary, scary development. And again, not to get, uh, not to make this into a political episode, but it scares the daylights out of me to see that that president wants to yank away the Affordable Care Act. Right. But meanwhile, meanwhile, this man who's only paid, what, 1500 in taxes yeah. in the past 15 years, he is getting socialized medicine. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? He's yep. getting the, so, and he's getting the best care. And not only that, but Chris Christie gets to go to a hospital for precautions. Your, your people can't see me putting them quotes in the air <laughs> for precautions. But regular people like you and me cannot get in the hospital unless we are something? showing serious symptoms. So he something? wants to get rid of our Affordable Care Act to for the rest of us while he's getting the socialized medicine. It's one of the most disgusting things that is hanging in the air right now. The fact that that he could take away health care for all these people and he claims they're going to be protected by this magnificent plan that he's coming with. But we haven't seen it. So I, I, I fear for anyone out there, uh, not just for your basic medical reasons, but for reasons right. of mental health right um yeah, it, it's scary it's scary it's it's scary and and, and not only that but like a, and, and to throw back to you know that that podcast with alexi uh, with lexi and all yep. them uh is that uh anybody who has dealt with uh, a narcissistic relationship has been triggered for the past four years because that's what this man is so I think there's a lot of anxiety going on sure. in the world right sure. now. And sure. so I, I urge people to, to, to come on the YouTube page. To uh, Do you have a link for that? You're going to put that in? Uh... It will be, when I post this episode on Facebook, the link will be there. But people can just hashtag the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen, or they can hashtag Tiffy Tuesday, and it'll come right to uh, to our episodes on, on, uh, on YouTube. All right. And, and I urge everybody, you know, to, to like and subscribe because, you know, we have, even though Tiffy Tuesday sometimes is just a Tiffy tirade and coming out here and cussing. <laughs> tiffy tirade. So, 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 sometimes Tiffy gets serious about things. And I do want to help everybody because I've been through it. I've got all kinds of fucking issues. I mean, just ask my man. God bless his soul for dealing with my ass for these past years. But, uh, but you know, to comment. You know, yes. let's talk. Let's talk. And, and maybe I can help you. I mean, maybe I've been through what you've been through. I want to lift people up. I want to make uh, I want to make this last sprint to the end <laughs> of the election better for everybody yeah. and to the end of even just to, to the next spring. If you're yeah. suffering from, yeah. from social anxiety, we got some months. We got some months and we can get through this together. Just wouldn't that, be great? Wouldn't that be great if people came onto the YouTube channel under this episode uh, mm. and share share their thoughts and feelings and, and maybe share their experiences with uh, anxiety or depression? And then it's an ongoing conversation 
all fall, all winter, and all the way until next spring. All that, one yeah. long thread on this one episode. Ch- just just go on YouTube, hashtag Tiffy Tuesday. That'll bring you to the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. That will bring you to all of the Tiffy Tuesday episodes, which are there on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Come on and do it, people. It's let's have let's have a good conversation and help let's, each other. Let's talk, and I promise to answer every single comment. I mean, like, let's talk because I want to help everybody through this because I'm going through it. You know what I mean? Let's let's. Lift and that's each the number one up. purpose of this podcast is is first of all to help me. It's therapeutic for me, but I also want to share that help with anyone else. I want every one of my episodes, whether it's Tiffy Tuesday or with another guest or if it's me solo, I want there to be something left on the table after that episode that other people can take up and use to help themselves so this episode right this episode right here falls right in line with the main goal of my podcast which is to put something out there to help people yeah i appreciate and i appreciate what you do john thank you i'm 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 trying to trying to leave a footprint i'm trying to leave a footprint yeah you do. You got to make people's day better, man. Even even if you're suffering, if you even if you are having a bad day, you know, you got to remember everybody else is Absolutely. too. So just Absolutely. fucking be nice. That's the, you know, that's the the the, the moral of this. It really this is podcast. that simple, you know. It just really is. Just fucking be nice, yeah. you know, and and put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Uh, even if they're mean to you, you know, you knock them the fuck out. I mean, don't let them hurt you, but then think about why they got there. Yeah, you know, you know, everybody why, has why a story. Everybody has a story. Has a story. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate you talking to me today, John. I appreciate you talking to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did yeah. it on the right day. A little bit late on the clock, <laughs> but we did it on the right day. So this was a this was a successful podcast. Oh, it is successful. <laughs> Old lady woke up on time today. So thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to this episode of Tiffy Tuesday on the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Thanks, Tiffy. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank, thank you and goodbye. goodbye.